Good afternoon. It is the last day of July. And I have something to share with you. It was during my prayer time. Oh, how more vivid to me you are, Lord. I see you working more and more in my life. You've become a stable force in everything. You've always been with me, watched over me, have been working out things before me. You've carried me through so much. Your hand has been upon me. I am in your hands. Psalms 37, verses 23 through 24. You've drawn me closer to know you and desire you more and more to go in your way. I've come to my end. What I see or even desire for myself. I know that you know my heart and you know I do have desires and you don't ignore them. You have plucked me up, swooped me into your arms, showing me the way, the steps, purposed by you in my life that I am called unto you and chosen by you before I even knew it to give forth gifts to me that you implanted for me in me to glorify you Jesus has to become vivid to you in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. Yesterday, one of my neighbors was moving out and she gave me the birdhouse that was outside her unit and I had been wanting a birdhouse (laughs) I had been looking around for birdhouses because we have a lot of birds in our complex and I just hadn't found one that I liked or the price and she gave it to me and I hung it on my my part of the area that I'm in and I can see it from my living room window and I was sitting there just kind of looking out after I'd hung it and in flies a mama bird to the to the birdhouse 
she's gone into the birdhouse. There were babies in that birdhouse. And she was out finding food for them. But she didn't seem to mind that the birdhouse had moved. (laughs) She just went around about doing her business and taking care of her babies. So I had inherited a birdhouse with a ready-made family in it. But I didn't even hear the babies when I hung up to the birdhouse. They were real quiet. I had no idea there were babies inside. And um, now I can walk by and I can hear the babies chirping for food. But what a gift. What a gift that I was given. And the birdhouse has a sunflower on it in the front. And I love sunflowers. If I had seen that birdhouse in a store or something, a garden area, you know, garden shop, I would have got it. But it was provided for. It was given to me to take care of and watch and and it is just amazing. I had never thought that I would receive something like that and much less it be full of babies, you know. So God does know what was in my heart and my desire and I had been looking for one and there he provided it instantaneously and it was full and was filled with new life well I'm in a new season in my life a new way and it's like him telling me I have it you're my baby I'm feeding you and taking care of you and watching over you and you know I do know your heart and I have a plan for you just as the mama baby feeds her babies, the plan is to get them out of the nest and get them to fly and onto their own life. So he takes care of the birds. He's going to take care of me. And when you start to realize the vividness of the Lord in, in just that simple thing, that he is providing at this time in my life and he's paving the way and showing me the steps and encouraging me and it's just it's amazing it's amazing but you you have to desire him there's a scripture that talks about being called and many don't take it you know many don't take up that aspect that level of desire and he he waits for you to come to that place to just surrender and it may be through difficulties or 
even tragedies or that you see as a tragedy, you know, something that takes you out of your comfort zone that brings you to that point. I had been with the Lord for many years and I was seeing him working throughout those years. He wasn't unfamiliar to me and he was speaking to me and I was desiring him and I, all that. And when my son got sick, it was a very, um, I didn't understand why it was happening. And neither did he. And when I realized at one point that he was drawing my son to him because he had you know, got busy in the world, got busy doing stuff, what was, what his desires were, what he wanted, and he was more focused on that, which all young people tend to be in that way, I remember being that way, so he wasn't necessarily concentrating or focusing on the Lord as much, not as much as me, but then I told him, during that first phase I said God is drawing you back to him and we talked about it and then we made some agreements and you know because we needed to come together during that time and be a a support of one another and to realize that uh, we had to focus strictly on Jesus to to walk through whatever this was going to be so I saw the Lord strengthening him and building his faith and his fortitude and and everything during that year and a half. And now, you know, he's gone. And that was the choice that was done at that time. And even that was kind of (laughs) mind-boggling to think, know he's gone and I don't understand all the reasonings but I'm beginning to understand some and realizing it is maybe not fully understood but that's okay and I'm in a new season I'm in a brand new season and sometimes it's uncomfortable because I don't have that other part of me. He's gone. And we were close. And so now, you know, I I really don't have anything else but the Lord. And the direction was to move. And I moved to a new place. And he directed it. And paved the way to the place where I was supposed to be, with the people I was supposed to be with, with the church I was supposed to be in. And it's been wonderful. And he's provided all the way, every everything, even in my medical, which I didn't even realize I had a problem. And he took care of that. And I'm, I'm just astonished. And now just a little birdhouse. A little birdhouse. And it's 
it's giving me joy. It's giving me a, a piece of his joy to say, see here, I can even provide a little birdhouse. But that's not all. When you walk with the Lord and he battles for you and you're his and he takes care of you, I'm going to receive a car donation here soon. And that was through an agency that my church knew about and they recommended me. And I had lost my son's car coming to the new place I was supposed to come to and I had no transportation. But I had all the support of people helping me and they recommended me for this program and I'm now going to receive a car here soon. Completely donated and to replace what I had lost because that was out of my control. I didn't have any control in that. So when he paves the way let him take care of it. Because he's he's um, a faithful God. He's a faithful God. Can you truly experience spiritual victory in the physical? Yes. Yes. It's a realization out of your response to him, your obedience to him, and and you're calling out to him for him to take care of things, to watch over things. Victory is a state of mind how you think, how you speak, how you act. I decided I wasn't going to be in the dumps about my son passing because there was too much involved with God that I couldn't. I miss him, but he's with God and he's safe and he's well. And and that's a much better place to be. That's where we're all wanting to go. So how could I bring myself in the dumps about that? We each have a time in our life, and we don't know when that is. Some leave this earth earlier than others. And it's a point of reference of where you are going to be. Are you going to be in yourself and grieve to the point where it takes you over and you get stuck and you cannot do anything? Of which God wants you to be able to do and glorify Him. So that would not glorify Him because He's got Him. And I suppose it depends, yes, on the circumstances. 
how fast you get out of it. Mine was a process with my son, and we saw God work. And the words that he spoke to me at the last, Mom, give all your tears to Jesus. God's got this. That was a nugget. God allowed him to say that to me before he passed. When he knew he was going to go. I can't ignore that. And be all caught up with feelings that will drag me down. So victory is a state of being. And I want to have victory out of all this in my life. He will guard your steps. This scripture has come to me three times. In probably the last, well, last week. Psalms 37, 23, steps of a good man will be ordered by the Lord. You will be in his hand. It's, it's come to me three times this week. He always confirms his word. All of our tomorrows rest on today. What, what we decide to think, say, and do today. And I'm willing to move forward on whatever my life's going to be because I don't have anything else right now. The Lord is my way. And he's been so kind and, and gentle and tender in everything in the past year. And he will work that way for you too. It's not just for me. He waits till we choose him. And when we do, we start to see him more. He's seen us all the way along. But he waits for us to see him and want him and desire him. Seek him and ask him. Cry out to him. Because we can't do it all. And you can see examples in the Bible of every, every bit of this. The stories we read in it. He wrote in parables because he wanted you to seek, to understand.
and you have to seek him to understand because back in his day when he came the religious leaders weren't listening so when they rejected him he began to speak in parables to his people to within those is a message so that you would seek him Matthew 13, 18. There's parables. Here, the sower. It talks about anyone hears the word of the kingdom, his kingdom, and does not understand it, and wicked comes the wicked one comes in and takes away so the enemy of darkness wants to stop you from having anything to do with seeking the kingdom and he goes on to talk about a stony place the thorns uh, etc you know and in all of that you can bring that down into understanding if you seek him for that understanding a stony place a hardened place a heart that's stony housing the seed there and it never goes anywhere he is the seed the word is the seed. He is the word. He is the word of the seed. So, storing the word inside of you and the revelation of it, but never doing anything with it, never activating it and moving, then it becomes stagnant and a stony heart it's just it doesn't go anywhere so there's a lot to to grasp these are just um, some easy easy kind of explanations quick it goes into much much more But we're coming into the Feast of Tabernacles, the Fall Feast now. We have passed through all the others in the spring. um, And now we're headed towards the harvest, the wheat harvest. And that comes in the fall. And there are many tares in the wheat field. When you grow wheat, there's many tares that grow up. Well, that symbolizes 
many things, but there are people that are also are tares that come in and infiltrate the wheat field. We are the wheat. We are the wheat. And sometimes the Lord pulls away people that aren't a good influence or a distraction or whatever in your life and you wonder what happened to that or why did that happen it's because the Lord is not wanting you to have that influence in your life for you in order for you to reap a good harvest for him to glorify him to have good fruit and sometimes that's hard sometimes that's hard to understand or realize and even go through but be willing to accept that because he knows he knows what's good for you at a certain time so from now until the feast of tabernacles he's preparing that table of wheat that's us for a full fruit of messages of fruit in us in the spirit and we have to be willing and open for his way Because things will come at you to distract and destroy and steal anything off of the Lord and what he wants from you. So sometimes he, he, he doesn't want you to do anything about the tares, but do what he says to not have them in your life be humble and love God more and get out of the way for him to take care of those tears those things that are disrupted and not good in your life and maybe that person or thing isn't ready to hear anything that you have to say is they're too wrapped up in themselves in their way and their opinion so you have to just get out of the way because sometimes the enemy comes into their life to cause havoc because the Lord will take care of it he he will pluck them out of the way he will pluck them out with whatever needs to happen so that only there will be God's word for you and the harvest will come in a good harvest for you
sometimes there's wayside people that are caught up in the cares of the world that don't do you any good and he doesn't want you to get into that spot of doing the same then he can't utilize you So the Lord is aligning things to move. And you have to choose whether you're going to move with him or not. And you have to choose him. He first chose you, but you have to choose him. In order to see him. I can say that it's a good place to be in. And he's faithful to take care of you. So this is part of the things you can't even imagine. And he's going to take you to where you've never been before and, and, and give you much, much more than you have ever thought of. God bless.